What is a hypocrite? I began to search this recently as asking some questions and discussing with a number of things and Suzanne and I recently have been going through a mission statement trying to find what we believe. Who do we want to be? What direction do we want our children to go? Something very important and passionate between both of us is that we produce children who end up being like us, looking like us, believing like us. May I note in here, we can't control them. We're not talking about being control freaks, but trying to leave a heritage, leave something for them to believe in and to be able to walk beside and look at and not saying we're going to do perfectly. It's been convicting to me. Lord, am I a hypocrite? found this. says, the Bible tells us that a hypocrite is someone who puts on a mask and pretends to be something they are not. Hypocrisy is to claim to know and follow certain beliefs, but to behave in a way that counteracts those beliefs. While we would should have the wisdom to discern words and actions that do not match, we also need to remember that God is the ultimate judge of character. I find one of the most helpful places that we can begin on this journey, if you will, or focus, is in God's Word. Matthew chapter 6, 1 through 4. They turn there, I thought I had it. Matthew 6, verses 1 through 4. Jesus is speaking here. He says, Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before that as as before you, sorry, as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret. And your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. I find it unique that Jesus specifically deals with this. What do I take out of this scripture? Doing things as a quote Christian for the eye service or pleasure of what others think is hypocritical rather than doing it in a genuine desire and motivation to serve and please God. Again, I'm going to say that doing things as a Christian, quote, 
for eye service and pleasure of what others think rather than in a genuine desire and motivation to serve and please God. Jesus specifically says, do this before your Father who sees in secret and will reward openly. A support scripture that goes along with this is Matthew 15, verse 7-9. through 9. Matthew 15, verses 7-9 through 9 say, Hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy about you. Verse 18 says, These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. What does the Bible tell us about a hypocrite? You know, one of the things a hypocrite does is do things to be seen, speaks as if men's commandments are the doctrine. They focus on the things that doesn't matter while inside they're living something else or they're doing something else. And where others don't see them, they're not who they truly say they are. reason I really focus in is for too many years the church is focused on things that don't matter. That doesn't mean everyone, and that's a big statement. But so often, the bulk of the church, I'm not even saying always the pastor or this, but a lot of the church, you know, the church is made up of individuals. If you would step into those homes and around the table, if they even go around it anymore, or in conversations or on social media or these and look at the people within our church circles within the holiness movement within those who look the part you'll find that too often they're focused on pleasing men pleasing someone else looking right while meanwhile in their heart they're a sinner they're failing they're not living it. They're not being it. What that produces is children who are watching as well, who have to deal with these parents and these people or grandparents as well, who know right from wrong. You know, you could go out and talk to the world and you could go into a job place where these quote-unquote Christians work And if you begin to ask these people whether they profess or anything else, they know right from wrong. question that is a main focus is, am I a hypocrite? I looked up a definition, and uh, there's a few things through here. But one definition says, a person who puts on a false appearance of virtue or religion. Another definition, a person who acts in contradiction to his or her stated beliefs or feelings. Simple words to describe it, a pretender, a disassembler, a deceiver, a liar. The word sanctimonious 
which is hypocritically pious or devout, acting like you are devout or pious when you're really not. Informal words that speak my language, phony, fraud, sham, fake, a hypocrite. Why would I focus on this at all? I find this so relevant today within the circles of the church because our sin nature, which is every individual, wires to follow a pattern of hypocrisy. So the nature that a lot of the church has not put death to, as in has not surrendered that inner nature, the carnal nature, wires to follow a pattern of hypocrisy, which in simple is not being who you know you ought to be. No one is helped by hypocrites. Another reason why I focus on this. Often, many of the family members could never say, so-and-so, this is your problem. Nobody can point out their flaws or misconceptions or habits or oversights. And a lot of hypocrites are quote-unquote good people, (laughs) at least seemingly. Overall, they're good people. But what I know and why Jesus spoke about it and why he was not popular is because he called it what it is, hypocrite. Jesus doesn't like somebody calling themselves a follower of his in reality being identified as a little Christ and they don't actually live it. Another scripture I want to go to, it's found in Matthew 7, 1 through 6, but I'm going to go to the other scripture that it can be found, Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, verse 37 through 42. Luke 6, 37 through 42. Make sure I'm where I need to be. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give. And it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will he put in to your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Do you think God only gives equal to what we give? I'm not saying he's contradicting himself. I'm saying Jesus is saying with the attitude and the motive and heart that you hold on to things and quote-unquote give is the same you will receive. 39, Luke 6, 39 says, And he spoke a parable to them. Can the blind lead the blind? 
Will they not both fall into the ditch? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, Brother, let me remove the speck that is in your eye, when you yourself do not see the plank that is in your own eye? Jesus calls you just like it is. You hypocrite. He obviously loves, but he doesn't cheaply jump around. He says, hypocrite. First, remove the plank from your own eye. Lord, help me. And then you will see clearly to remove the speck that is in your brother's eye. I don't want to be a hypocrite. What do I take out of this? It's somebody, a hypocrite is someone who focuses on everybody else's problems. Don't you love those? They judge, they blindly lead. (laughs) What? To me, another way is they carelessly lead. They don't have the Holy Spirit living in them. They blindly lead pointing out others' issues and trying to say, follow me as I, quote-unquote, follow Christ, and pointing out others' issues while having their own. so difficult when people you know don't live accordingly, and yet they like to get around the table and help you solve your spiritual problems. Lord, help me. I'm not saying we can't be brothers and sisters and realize that we're human and imperfect and never will be perfect. We can have a perfect heart, which is the works of the Holy Spirit living in us, but we won't be perfect. I'm not saying we can't fix problems, solve them, but what I'm getting to is the hypocrites who are clearly having issues in their own life and They don't want to do anything about it because it takes work on their part, but they can easily point out others. And they like having followers, and they like having influence, so they'll blindly, carelessly lead others because it makes them feel useful and good. Jesus says, hypocrite. Luke 6, 46, a little further down, Jesus says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say. This is someone who calls himself a Christian, but does not do what God expects of them. This is a hypocrite. The question I start with is, am I a hypocrite? This is part two of Am I a Hypocrite? Underneath of last part, I read in Luke chapter 6, verses 37 through 42. You can also find that in Matthew 7, 1 through 6. In my Wesley Study Bible, under the 
latter part, 39 through 42, it says, Can the blind lead the blind? It says, It is easy to magnify the faults of another, but probably easier to overlook much greater wrongs in ourself. If we hope to guide and help others, we must pay close attention to personal righteousness. Example is the best Christian teacher. This is my motive in getting here. Not to tear someone down. Not to point anyone out. This is a personal examination asking, am I living it by example? How is my personal righteousness? And in this response of this whole series or part or focus is, search me, oh God. I'm going to try and finish this part out with five do's and five don'ts. Um, I want to read a few more scriptures. Luke chapter 12, verse 2, has something to say about what does the Bible tell us a hypocrite is. Luke 12, Verse 2. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. I don't know if you catch that. My Bible continues in verse 3. Therefore, whatever you have spoken in the dark will be heard in the light. And what you have spoken in the ear in inner rooms will be proclaimed on the housetops. Can you imagine this? This means every gossiped word, every gossiped word will have been proclaimed, will be proclaimed on the housetops. If I understand this correctly, has a potential above this section of Luke 12, 1 through 12, my Bible says, avoid hypocrisy. So this whole passage, you could focus on hypocrisy. Verse 12 of chapter 12 says, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. I noted the Holy Spirit. This stands out to me. But I'm going to back up in the comments of the Wesley Bible under 2 and 3, it says, Our most secret sins eventually will be revealed and known at the time of judgment, if not before. You know, this is really wild. Personally, what I take out of this is someone with hidden sin in their life, yet acting or interacting as if they're a Christian, will be found out. You know, that gives hope to some some of the motivation in dealing with some of this focus is I grew up and unfortunately part of my church history involved a church split. Well, you know, I grew through it. I watched people proclaim some things, not live up to it. I saw people stand for wrong that I, as a young person, knew was wrong, and yet they are respected by some and 
still have interaction and impact in the church of different types and some of them of course they unassociate themselves with a certain name they go and are part of another church and that's a whole nother story for a whole nother time my motivation in bringing any of this history out is i grew up in a youth group and some of the same youth people young people that i grew up with or most of them older but some around my age i heard the words I don't like going to church or I'm not going to go to church anymore or blah, 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 or this is the reason I don't believe is because of hypocrites. To me, it was kind of a cheap excuse. But in sincerity, we often respond that way. And uh, sadly we've turned away a lot of sincere people young people old people individuals because we overlook hypocrisy you know jesus wasn't cheap about it and he had the religious leaders steaming hot red hot mad at him because he called them what they were hypocrites really stands out to me am I a hypocrite am I a pretender a deceiver am I hypocritically pious or devout or do I disassemble things intentionally or carelessly or phony fraud fake sham a hypocrite, according to Luke 12, 2, is someone with hidden sin in their life, yet acting or interacting as if they're a Christian. The sad part is there's a lot of these people. And there's quite a few even behind pulpits and behind the piano or whatever, praise band or whatever you might call it, or, you know, leading the music or playing an instrument or whatever, Sunday school teachers, sadly hypocrites they act and they speak and they interact but they're not living the Christian walk they're not true blue Titus 1 16 I want to turn there that take me a minute am I a hypocrite. Titus chapter 1, verse 16. Almost there. Titus 1, 16 says, They profess to know God, but in works they deny Him, being abominable, disobedient, and disqualified for every good work. My study Bible says our works reflect the sincerity of our faith. Lord, help me. Where practice contradicts profession, there is deception and falsehood. Are we being deceptive? Am I? I'm really desiring to go through this as a self-examination. Am I living deceptively 
God enables those in right relationship with him to do good works and to minister. But the impure are disqualified from doing either. Even their apparent good works spring from sinful motives. The qualified person is seen in 2 Timothy 2.21 and 3.17. You know, I find through this, somebody who claims to know God or claims to know Christ and calls himself a follower of God, yet through their actions, they deny him. A statement that I've always agreed with is actions speak louder than words. Lord, help me to be genuine. One of my favorite words, there's a few of them. One is intentional. Another is genuine. You don't accidentally do things when you specifically are intentional. Don't misunderstand me. We're all human. We live in an imperfect world. There's accidents even when we are intentional. But spiritually speaking, you don't accidentally step into an adulterous circumstance or watch those porn videos or interact or be immodest or go to the bar. You don't accidentally do these things if you're intentional. You don't get swayed into watching that naughty video or movie or listening to things or reading stuff or whatever it might be. There's an, typically isn't an accident. I don't accidentally click on that thing or accidentally. You know, a hypocrite is someone who denies Christ through their actions and yet calls himself a follower of God. Lord, help me. I want to look at one more scripture in this section or part of the podcast. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. I think I'm working barely backwards on this one, but that's all right. 2 Timothy chapter 3. thought I had these in order of the New Testament is what I'm getting to. <coughs> Second Timothy 3, 1 through 5. This has a, a few different focuses, but uh, it goes along with a hypocrite. 1 through 5. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. That means difficult and grievous for all Christians. So it's going to be hard for the Christian. Two, men will be lovers of themselves. They will love money, lovers of money. They'll be boasters and proud and blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. I don't laugh. This is just so relevant today. Unloving unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, thick-headed, if you will, 
haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form, this is what I want to get to, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. Timothy is recommended, it's from such people, turn away. Don't associate yourselves with hypocrites. That's crazy. Paul is guiding Timothy and he's saying, be intentional. I don't think I'm going to go to the do's and don'ts on this one. I want to focus here for a minute. Um, A hypocrite is someone who has a form of godliness, but not contagious. They're, They're so caught up in themselves and keeping happy and keeping safe. The last two or three years has really taught me about this whole focus of hypocrites, you know, feeling safe within themselves so they'll overlook the evils or the wickedness of our world and the circumstances around and they'll they'll only understand what they and some people who um, stand for something who will never change. Sometimes that's a good thing, sometimes that's bad and, you know, we could go a whole different way on that focus and I'm not going to get into a rabbit trail. A hypocrite is someone who acts or has a form of, my Bible has a little g, godliness, but they deny the power. I was talking today with someone, they live a cheap gospel. They're too afraid to speak about the blood because it might offend someone or they don't want to offend anyone. So we are extra careful how we use all these certain things. And when look, we live in a real world. I think it was Paul himself that said many ways we offend all. It's our heart. It's our motive. A hypocrite is caught up in the things that don't matter are unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving. They're without self-control. That's one that's big in today's world. They love pleasure rather than lovers of God. That same person I was talking to said, you know, you can get a person at a game for hours. Any game spends hours. When we go talking about somebody who speaks behind the pulpit for an hour we have a big problem. He wasn't even a preacher. And he's the one discussing this. You know, we have a lot of people who have a form of godliness, but they deny its power. That's sad. Or am I a hypocrite? My fake, phony. What do people say once they hang out with me? Once they get to know me, once they really walk beside me and live with me. Lord, help me to be genuine and intentional to know that I'm accountable to you. This is part three of Am I a Hypocrite? James one twenty one through 26. 
Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Key. So many people are living in deceivement to themselves. I'm going to read verse 22 again. But be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. If anyone among you thinks he is religious, but does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Lord, help. This is one who calls himself a Christian, yet in denial of their own flaws, their own issues, their own responsibilities. Key 26 mentions about the tongue, somebody who can't control the things they say. You know, there's a lot of jokes with a little bit of truth in them. These are just as guilty. There's no uh, accidental words in here. It says this one's religion is useless. So many people deceive their own heart by either not doing the whole word, living a cheap gospel, living in denial, living trying to be acceptable to all. You know, the the wrong view of unity <laughs> trying to unify all kinds of peoples when the reality is light and darkness cannot unify this is one who calls themselves a christian yet in denial of their own flaw issue and responsibility why do i even focus on this again I want to note our sin nature. A lot of people in the church have not dealt with the sin nature. I'm not saying that you're not trying or whatever. I know there's a lot of sincere people. A lot of sincere people, unfortunately, though, if they're not careful, will find themselves in hell by living a hypocritical life. I think it's important that we understand our sin nature is wired to follow a pattern of hypocrisy. A video shared with me recently involves about who the devil really is. So often we paint him up as a cartoon, somebody that, you know, is not quite a reality. We dehumanize the devil. And so we put some horns on them and we make them a red, kind of vicious, kind of reptile-like 
maybe snake we associate, you know, and we we unassociate ourselves if we're not careful with who the devil really is. But this video came to bring out the point that the the devil is an angel. The devil is the prince of this world. He can come in forms and ways and he has abilities of course limited by God but he is scripture says the God of this world the little one the prince of the earth and this is on account of the curse and man's choice to sin we sometimes forget that the devil likes to deceive in his own temptation of tempting Jesus. He used scripture and the devil, the, the Lord, I'm sorry, gave us a perfect example all three times he responded to the devil by a scriptural response. Am I a hypocrite? You know, it's so easy to pattern our lives hiding the deceptive works and the the sin and the issues and I find that the devil likes to defeat us in sinning and then stand on the other side and shame us because we sinned and he wants to defeat us he wants to get us down he wants us helpless and it's a real battle we cannot forget that it is very disgusting to God to have a pretender or a dissembler or a deceiver or a liar or a hypocritically pious or devout person that stands up front or does something and proclaims it in his name and, oh, help us. Again, this is a self-examination for me. Lord, don't let me be a hypocrite. I don't want to be a fraud or fake or sham or phony. One of the other sides, and I don't even have it written in here, but hypocritical through prayer. We know prayer is good, yet we don't dedicate ourselves to it. Lord, help me to be unhypocritical and be intentional and sincere and genuine in my prayer life. The last scripture I have here about what scripture says concerning hypocrites. There's more, but I'm going to take you to 1 John chapter 4. 1 John 4 verse 20. says, If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he sees, how can he love God whom he has not seen? It's a very, very important truth. Under verses 20 and 21 of this chapter, my Wesley Study Bible says, Love for God brings love for our brother. To profess love for God and not love our brother is both logically inconsistent and disobedient to God. I don't want to be a hypocrite. Hate in your hearts. I think to put in here bitterness in our hearts, which 
ends up turning into hate. Yet saying, I love you, God, makes you or makes me a hypocrite. Lord, search me. Cleanse me. See if there's a hypocritical way within me. I've got five do's and five don'ts. Again, some of the motivation being in this is I've grew up, and anywhere you go, you got a bunch of people who don't do what they either enforce or don't believe in what they enforce or just simply don't live up to what they committed to. And those are hypocrites. One, number one, don't. Don't be a hypocrite. Number one, do. Do be genuine Christian. Two, don't miss your purpose. Do see God's desire for you. Don't live foolishly, fooling yourself in denial. Do take responsibility for your own actions. Don't miss your impact of influence. Do see the opportunities to shine for Christ. Don't be discouraged or destroyed spiritually because of hypocrites. Do be intentional to see what God's Word says about it. I had a slip that I'm not going to go through, but recommend you is there's a spiritual discipline self-examination from John Wesley. And it has a self-examination guide, some scripture, some practical suggestions and challenges, and then 22 questions. It says John Wesley's 22 questions. These are very rich resource to go through. And I recommend you to look it up. You should be able to find it. It's a single-page printout online. And I don't want to be a hypocrite. And I don't believe you do. And so my prayer is through Scripture, our eyes would be open. And through some humble, intentional thoughts that we can realize that God can help us help us be genuine and we don't have to live a failure we don't have to live according to our sin nature wiring we can live genuinely a christian and be true blue and be what the world is looking for am i a hypocrite i pray to god that he and i can agree and say No, I am not, because I do not want to be a hypocrite.